Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. Had somebody email me with a question about overtraining that I thought was good to share, try to give some perspective to our training, especially when we have a lot of time to ride. And this athlete said, hey, got a quick question about overtraining. Like everyone riding, I absolutely love it. And personally, I use it for mental health reasons as well. Unfortunately, I think I've used it too much to that side. And I know I'm pretty overtrained now. I did an Everest and some other big endurance rides that I really feel put the nail in the coffin. I'm approaching this time easy and I'm wondering if zone one, two and cutting back volume is enough or if time off is the only real solution. Unfortunately, I've got a lot of time to ride, but excuse me. Unfortunately, I've got a lot of time to ride and enjoy it, but I always seem to push too far so I can spend more time on my bike. I've been kind of riding all year too. More of a focus on fun, but I think that could be biting me now. So there's a combination of being really fatigued, I've noticed I'm not hungry, kind of the same or waning power, more off days than on, and I haven't taken a break since September last year, and I've had maybe five days off when I had tweaked my knee. I think I'm really on the cusp of overtraining, or maybe I've already done it. I did it before, and I just didn't ride at all, and I was done and dusted and pretty down. It was a weird time. So there's a lot of really good points in here, and I think the one thing that actually jumped out is the when you have more off days than on, and you're somebody who you initially talk about how much you love riding, that sporadicness, if you zoom out, once again, we're talking about see the big picture, you start seeing those red boxes and training peaks a lot more often and there's not the motivation to ride that is a huge flag when i if i ever wake up and i'm thinking ugh, i gotta ride today i say whoa okay what is that feeling and maybe it's the weather's kind of crappy maybe there's just life stress going on and i i take maybe not even a minute i take 30 seconds and say do i want to ride my bike today what's it going to feel like when i ride How am I going to feel like when I get done with that ride? Oh, yeah, okay. I'm just a little tired. I do want to do this. And you might feel that towards maybe the third week of your training block. I think a lot of people right now, I'm recording this in April of 2022. A lot of people are feeling that towards, guess what? You know it, the indoor trainer. 
It's just we've almost all had that taste of outdoor riding. We are basking in the sun. We are loving it. And then it turns cold again. Or then it turns rainy. I mean, I freaked out when I went up to North Carolina and it was 50. And then the next day it was 27. I was like, wait, wait a minute. I thought it was springtime here. So that is a, a, a big uh, factor. The other points that are really important, you know, I think a lot of us use this for the mental health reasons as well, and finding that joy and getting those endorphins and neurotransmitters locking into the right places in the brain is a really good thing. But it is easy to overdo it. I think his main question is enough zone one, two, and cutting back volume enough, or should he get off the bike? I would get off the bike. If you're feeling, we've got the two things going. The motivation could be waning, so the mental side of it and the hunger to ride, plus he's feeling fatigued. Riding zone one, two, sure, it's not very fatiguing, but is it helping? Or said differently, what would help more? Probably get off the darn bike and miss it. This is why I take two days off the bike a week. I ride a lot, and if you're new to the podcast, check out my Strava. I ride a, a pretty darn good amount, I'd say. I know there's people that ride more, but for me, I'm like, wow, okay, this is a lot of, lot of time on the bike. It's not something that I can sustain forever. It's something that I'm probably going to sustain for a couple more years. And I'm not saying I'm stopping riding, but I'm going to go maybe from 20,000 miles a year. I might go back down to like 15 or 16 I think the one nice thing that riding mega does on a day-to-day basis, it provides a lot of perspective. So when I shift down and suddenly have two to four more hours during my week, I'm going to feel like I have a ton of time. It's going to be awesome. But for now, I'm going to keep pushing mega rides. But two days off a week really helps me stay hungry. It makes me miss the bike. I like having Monday afternoon come and be like, man, I'm really pumped to ride tomorrow. I don't want to kid up and go ride, come back, maybe clean the bike, maybe get a flat, maybe this, maybe that. Even if it's a one-hour recovery ride, we all know a one-hour recovery ride is not one hour. So I need that time in my life also to accomplish other things so that I feel like I'm getting W's off of the bike as well. Now, the Everestine probably didn't help. And then following up with huge endurance rides. So this is another thing that you could think of to help avoid feeling like you've, he's probably not overtrained, but just train too much. Overtraining is actually a syndrome or maybe that it's actually a very big problem. Training too much is much more common and it's going to happen to anyone who's pushing the envelope of trying to find their breaking point. I think that that's fine to do. We even talked about this with James Piccoli in the podcast. Uh, It happens but you rest and you get better very quickly. Overtraining, you can have problems for quite some time. So the planning portion, don't do an Everest and then back it up with huge rides. Uh, it's very easy when you're feeling great to just keep drilling it. And that's usually when we end up training too much and feel kind of like that blah feeling. And he's feeling it right now. You know, you're going to be super fatigued and then the numbers start to just dawdle or go down you can't hold ftp as well you know you might be doing god i'm really bad at picking out numbers uh let's say you're doing three 
let's say you're doing like 360 for VO2 max efforts, then all of a sudden like 340 is feeling really hard. So you can, the more you train, you'll sense when it's like, well, my numbers are just off. Um, then you have the inconsistency. So I think the planning was definitely an issue. Um, and then if you have the last piece of this, I think is really, if you have a lot of time to ride and enjoy it, there are so many other things in life that you will find enjoyment from. Go for a walk, read a book, go to a museum, take your boyfriend or girlfriend, or just a friend that you haven't called in a while out for a coffee, go get lunch, do something with your pet, go buy a pet. I mean, there was just a number of things. I had somebody one time tell me, I need to do these recovery rides. There's nothing else to do. And I was like, there's so many things to do. You don't have to be obsessed with just the bike. I'm pretty obsessed with it. But I know it's really important to have a few other outlets out there. Listen to music, anything. So with that, I think this kind of touches on a lot of topics that you might encounter when you train a bit too much. And the very easiest thing is don't freak out. Just back off the throttle a little bit, get off the gap, get off the bike. And then when you return, have a couple endurance rides and then, you know, get back into, I would say do an endurance ride. You feel good. Do a tempo ride. You feel good. Maybe you then go for a harder ride on the weekend or go ride with some friends and you feeling good and having fun. If yes, then resume training and you should be back to normal. So when in doubt, what is the saying? What the only, it's only insane if you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. So if you're riding and not feeling good, don't keep riding, change it up a little bit. And then a whole other can of worms that we could go down also is if you're lifting, maybe you've stopped lifting and maybe your body is noticing that it's not getting the stimulus that it usually gets from lifting. I don't know. It's There's just so many little pieces to this, but try and put that puzzle together. And I think my response back to this guy was, you know, I think you talk through your own solution of getting off the bike, set up your plan for moving forward in a week's time or so. And, and also, I said the last point before. This is the last point. It sounds like he just rides for long periods of time. I don't have a problem with him riding year long, but when you are just riding it's and not having any focus on anything it's not as rewarding for a lot of people i think we all like riding the bike but at some point it's like okay well what am i doing on this bike what am i doing with my time besides just having fun and that that means ride endurance work on your aerobic engine but if you are just riding all the time and this isn't for everybody some people might just want to just ride but something to think of if you just ride for long long periods of time but this guy clearly is training with power because he's noticed waning power have some goals they don't have to be power goals per se but some type of goals go after a certain kom you know every other week or try to do better on a group ride or enter an event or something concrete i think that will really help with the focus so this podcast a little bit all over in terms of lots of different strategies but i think it's important to think big picture and think of a lot of different things that you can do to mitigate these have a great weekend